This is Blurring the Lines with Adam Bell and Peter Nicolaitis, IT entrepreneurs. Adam and Peter take on the topics of technology, business, life, and the pursuit of happiness and blur them together in the 21st century. Episode 20, Insomnia and Fitness Trackers. Peter and Adam talk about insomnia, which leads to fitness trackers and how life is now quantified by the number of steps taken. Remember the first time I pulled an all-nighter? I uh-huh. think it was summertime, and I think I was in high school. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember exactly what I was doing. I think I was playing video games uh-huh. or Dungeons & Dragons with a friend or both or whatnot. <laughs> yeah. And it was the first time that I ever remember, you know, like being up, you know, all all night and watching it get lighter outside uh-huh. instead of just getting darker outside and then, you know, opening my eyes and all of a sudden it's daytime. <laughs> yeah. So that was um, <laughs> that was interesting. Not something that I did regularly, mm-hmm. but. You know, I was like, okay, so I can I can pull an all nighter now. I know I know how that's like. Okay, great. <laughs> Never did that in college. Uh-huh. You know, I knew a lot of people who did, like you know, around finals and final projects, studying and stuff. Never really saw the appeal. Yeah. Now I would put in some late nights to be sure. You know, yeah. I'd be, I'd be up until two or three, and then up again at like seven a.m. or so. Um, but I remember then early in my career in the nineties, I would. Um, I would remember staying up really late, but still waking up every day by like 7.30. Yeah. And feeling okay. Now, Mm -hmm. there was a lot of caffeine involved in this. (laughs) And it it was interesting because, you know, I would be pounding coffee all, you know, through all hours of the day. Um, (laughs) But I would sleep and then, you know, wake up after a few hours and I was fine. So... Mm That's an, you know, a sleep oddity, I would say. You know, yeah. I would go through, it's not like I was crashing halfway. I was getting by on like four hours of sleep as opposed to my normal eight. So, you know, that, that came and went and then I stopped doing that. Um, and then sometime later, um, pre-divorce and post-divorce uh, stress would keep me up. Sometimes, you mm-hmm. know, lie awake at night just staring at the ceiling saying, dear God, what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> and um, then after the divorce, it was weird, though, because I had just, you know, it, total insomnia, late onset. It's called late onset insomnia. What happened is I would go to bed at a normal time, usually mm-hmm. around 10 or so. And then almost like clockwork between 2 and 2.30, I would wake up. Oh. Didn't matter I, you know, what I had eaten, what I had drunk, exercise, what kind of day I had had. It was just like, boom, like that. Wow. And it was annoying. Like, <laughs> I, you know, because I could, I, and it wasn't just like, you know, I'd wake up in the middle of the night, have to go to the bathroom. It was wake up, wide awake, staring at the ceiling, cannot get back to sleep kind of thing. Ugh. And then, you know, by the time I would get myself out of bed, I would be half awake, half sleepy, not really, you know, into it. So I couldn't feel productive. I couldn't actually do any work. Yeah. Um, you know, I would start reading a book, then I would get sleepy, put the book down, and not be able to fall asleep. 
Oh, and <laughs> by the time, you know, morning came around, I was dead tired and, mm-hmm. you know, I'd have to like sleep in an extra hour or two to make up for what I'd missed. Huh. So, <clears throat> so that, that kind of really sucked. Yeah. Um, and I started going through that again, uh, recently, just, you know, s- uh, several months ago now, mm-hmm. uh, it started like late last year. So I had gone back to my old standbys of uh, melatonin mm-hmm. uh, to help me fall asleep. And again, the, it would help me fall asleep, but it wouldn't help me stay asleep. Yeah. And I would start to wake up. So then I decided, you know what? That NyQuil stuff has knocked me out. And I noticed that NyQuil <laughs> now makes something called ZZZQuil, <laughs> which is just you know, made to knock you out. And I also knew that you know diphenhydramine, al- allergy medicine, knocked me right out mm-hmm. so i started taking that and they said well it's not habit forming it's safe yada yada and i would take one of those and boom i was groggy and i slept like a log so that was great mm-hmm. but i felt i started you know they say it's not habit forming but i was definitely getting into the habit of using <laughs> yeah. it. so uh after uh you know enough time had passed after my surgery and i had started getting exercise again i was able to kind of like tire myself out and sleep better through the night yeah but um i also have experimented with like having like one beer Mm-hmm. Uh, one beer early evening, either you know late late afternoon to early evening, would often make me sleep amazingly better at night. You know, even several hours later. Yeah. Um, but then I, when I got onto the slow carb diet again, beer's not a permitted item most days, <laughs> yeah. just one day of the week. Um, so sometimes I'll do a glass of red wine. Mm-hmm. Closer to bedtime, and again, sometimes it helps, knocks me right out. Other times it doesn't really have much of an effect whatsoever. Yeah. So I've tried a variety of things. Um, I've used various sleep trackers. Mm-hmm. Um, like I have the Microsoft <laughs> Band here on my wrist. I don't wear it when I'm sleeping because I find that it keeps me awake. You know, it, it's, un- it's uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. So. So I don't bother tracking my sleep anymore. The, uh, the princess yeah, and the pea. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, as far as fitness trackers goes, the band's kind of bulky. You know, yeah, so yeah. There's, there's, there's some heft to it. <clears throat> but uh, so I don't use those anymore. But I'm pretty keened in as to like you know dialed in as to when i have a a bad night of sleep i can tell yeah um you know sometimes i don't know how bad it really was but i can tell i did not sleep really well Mm -hmm. so um but i have you know started to think like it 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 really makes a difference and i'm wondering now lately if i haven't been sleeping so well i'm wondering again if that's why i've sort of plateaued in my weight loss you know, I'm like hovering around the same body fat percentage and around the same weight, uh, which is about 10 pounds off of my my all-time low. And I know some of it has been muscle mass that I've put on because it's you can see it. There's no question about it. Yeah. But the but the scale still has me at a higher body fat percentage. <laughs> so so I want to get that down, and I just can't. And I'm wondering if maybe it's because I haven't been sleeping well enough. So. What's what's your average volume of sleep? Uh, I mean, ideally eight hours start to finish, but generally I wake up at least a couple of times in the night, flop over, t- toss, turn a little bit, and if I'm not sleeping well, you know, I might lose an hour or two of like staring at the ceiling, wishing I could fall asleep again. Yeah, 
Well, I I tried to. I I do wear my Fitbit to sleep because uh, it does get those tossing and turnings and kind of averages those things out, which is nice. Uh, But my goal was eight hours, and I cannot attain eight hours of sleep. The only time I can get eight hours of sleep is uh, my Saturday morning. Because mm-hmm. we'll get the, you know, we may stay up a little bit later, but I, that's the only day I get to sleep in because mm-hmm. Sunday's church. So I just reduced it to seven because eight was not <laughs> ever going to happen. It's <laughs> yeah, like, just like, lower your expectations. Man. Lower my expectations. I'm not going to meet my goal. So I aimed for, I'm aiming for seven and I still can't get seven. You know, I get, uh, I get seven two days a week and that's on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, the rest of the week, I'm getting about five, five hours and 45 minutes. And I know, I, I have a strong feeling of what you just said, that if I could get the seven-hour sleep, then I would probably have a better chance of losing weight, losing the weight that I want to lose, body fat more or less than the weight, because my weight's gone up since I've been doing CrossFit. Mm-hmm. I, I've gained yeah. six pounds, but yeah. my uh, my waist has got my the fat around my waist has gotten smaller. <laughs> you right, know? and it's, that's the exact same thing is with me since you know because after my surgery I couldn't do Krav Maga, I couldn't quite get into yoga, but they had me go into the gym and I was doing mostly leg stuff and then my physical therapy exercises. Mm-hmm. Well, now I'm still doing the same thing. I'm doing gym stuff, you know, which I don't deal you know like super heavy weights, but since I've been back in the gym, my weight has gone up. I've put on muscle mass, mm-hmm. and you know. But but the thing is, my stupid scale, you know, still has me at like twenty <laughs> percent body fat now. It's like, I don't feel like I'm twenty percent. Am I really? I don't know. Ah, anyway. That that can't be right because because twenty percent is like uh, you know around what a woman has, and they've got more body fat. So that that can't be right on you. Yeah, I got I got I got to look at uh, you know my my scales settings again. <laughs> so I so I wrote down today's date. We're gonna have to check back in like six weeks of good sleep and see if it helped. <laughs> Although I've tried what you uh, mentioned, uh, I would try to like have a nightcap before I go to bed. I I would try to drink a beer, but uh, I'd have to wake up and pee in about two hours. You know, right. <laughs> so I was like, well, this doesn't work. So yep. uh, I actually tried doing like a a, sm- a shot of Irish whiskey, which will which will help. But mm-hmm. I've I did find that in a couple hours I was dehydrated. Yeah, <laughs> I have found that hard liquor does not help me sleep. Does yeah. No, it, uh, it 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 kind of knocks me out. But then I wake up later and I sleep really badly. Yeah. So if I'm going to do anything strong, I, I generally try to make sure I do it at least a few hours before bedtime. Yeah. Because that just doesn't that doesn't work with me too well. So. Yeah. Same here. I I don't I don't sleep well. I don't you know I get hot. I I guess I get hot because I'm dehydrated and I kind of toss and turn until I wake up enough to get a drink and it's like, mm-hmm. okay, well that's I got to sleep right away, but it didn't help me for the long term sleep that I was wanting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Uh, feeling. So we can put an image too, a link into the show notes. Uh, I don't know. I might look kind of like a twenty, somewhere between a fifteen and twenty percent. Yeah, I guess that's where I'm at in the body pop percentage. I look kind of like that, <laughs> minus, minus the sexy tight blue underwear. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. I uh, 
I had a I had a buddy that when I was uh, in college that he was my weightlifting partner, and uh, he's Asian African American mix, and he was built like a superhero. Like he had massive chest, massive arms and legs, and then had this little skinny waist and, you know, had a six pack and, you know, he ate what he wanted, you know, but <laughs> I was like, you just got the perfect mix of genes. <laughs> I hate people like that. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, we'll talk about this. Uh, I don't have enough time to go into it today, but uh, when we talk about the slow carb diet, we'll, we'll cover how I get to be one of those people one day per week, Yeah. at, at least when it comes to the eating part. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, well, very good. Cool. Now I'm going to take a nap. I think it's about that time. I'm, I'm exhausted. <laughs> good night, Adam. Good night, Peter. <laughs> All right. So, something else we wanted to talk about today, something that we find, we, we each find nifty in mm-hmm. this case, is a fitness tracker. So what are they? I know this is a huge thing. You know, the whole quantified self movement is now big. Uh, you know, people are tracking themselves in certain ways, you know, by quantities. Um, and I guess when I'm thinking about it, the first fitness tracker that I used would probably have been my iPhone uh, I don't remember if was it was it the 5s where they started a uh, step counter, or were those in the 4s's? Well, that that was the first iPhone I had was a 5s, and yeah. it definitely had it because I right. No, I know it has it in the 5s. I just don't remember if it came prior to that. So I, I think know. it was probably the 5s because I've had one for a couple of years now. Um, but essentially, the the fitness element of the 5s is the pedometer. Mm-hmm. So it you know it's your step counter. Now I know for several years now these have been popular. Um, I remember when Vermont Governor Jim Douglas had just been sworn into office, and he came and gave a speech in my hometown, and he was you know talking about how they're promoting wellness and health within the government in, you know Vermont, and he pointed to his little step counter that he had clipped <laughs> to his belt. And it was funny. Pager? Yeah. yeah. No. no, you know, the funny thing is when I looked at it, I thought it was an RSID token. <laughs> one of uh, one of RSA, RSA ID, uh-huh. RSA token. Sorry. I, I got RSA and RFID mangled there. <laughs> and I thought it was an RF, RSA uh, dongle for like secure authentication and logins. <laughs> so, um, so, you know, step counters have been around for quite some time. Mm-hmm. And then Apple integrated that into the iPhone, and you know other smartphones have them too. Obviously, um, what's awesome about those is you just generally don't have to think about it much. It tracks your steps, and at the end of the day, you get uh, you know a, a report on uh, what you what you've been doing, and that can integrate with a number of different apps. Whether you use the built-in Apple Health app, or something like My Fitness Pal, or um, Apple has a neat free little one called Pedometer Plus Plus. <clears throat> and all it does is it shows your steps, your step counts. So, you know, those are kind of neat. And um, the disadvantage, obviously, is if you don't have your phone with you, you don't get credit for those steps. <laughs> so, yeah. <clears throat> um, uh, and, you know, so for, for example, if I am in Krav Maga and I'm sparring, I generally don't carry my phone with me. 
um, another disadvantage is if you are doing the technical kind of mountain biking that I like to do when you're climbing, or if you're even if you're just biking along, you know, moseying slowly, mm-hmm. it's counting those as steps <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> right? So, um, you know, it's not always super accurate. And sometimes I get like double, double credit because mm-hmm. I'll go for a bike ride and I get exercise credit. But then it also says, oh, you took like 47,000 steps today. <laughs> it's like, nah, pretty sure I didn't walk 20 miles. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I didn't. So, so you know, that was the first fitness tracker I had was my one of my iPhones. Um, but then I decided to move on and get something because I wanted to track not just my steps, but I was also using my iPhone to track my sleep. Mm-hmm. And this is something I had definitely been doing since the iPhone 4S. I was using um, the, uh, the, an app called Sleep Cycle. And it uses a combination of the accelerometer and the microphone to track whether or not you're like rolling around in bed and see how active you are to determine the quality of your sleep. (laughs) And that's okay. Um, You know, but what you have to do is essentially you have to pull up the sheets and tuck the phone in underneath it. (laughs) And, you know, you want to turn it on in airplane mode so that your phone isn't sitting next to your brain all night irradiating it. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a pain because, you know, like I would end up trashing the charging cable every now and then because it's getting folded underneath the sheet every time I put it around. It's just, it was, it was a hassle. Yeah. Plus, plus the maid that I have, you know, sh- they do the, she, she and the, the, the crew, they do such an amazing job making my bed that I hated just pulling up one corner of uh-huh. it because it's like oh, it's, it's never back as well as it is when they do it and uh-huh. you know, so it's just it was ah darn it so I, so I didn't like that um, and then I heard about uh, a tracker last year I was listening on another podcast and they talked about the misfit flash and I don't think it's a coincidence that the misfit sounds kind of like the Fitbit. Fitbit, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> think that was an accident. I, I don't just, just oh, call me call me paranoid, you <laughs> yeah. know. And um, so the misfit flash, <coughs> excuse me, still getting over this cold. Um, the thing that was it was essentially like a low end Fitbit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it would track your um, your steps and use that to gauge. You know, get a rough idea of your activity. Um, it would also track your sleep. But what was cool about it is it had a button on it, so you could define different activities with that button, mm-hmm. and it would interface with your phone to connect to various online services. Mm-hmm. So there's a level. You know, there's a connection to a connection. But for example, um, at my uh, condo, I have uh, Philips Hue smart light bulbs. Mm-hmm. And so what I had attempted to do was set it up so that tapping the button one time would turn on all the lights in the house. <laughs> and tapping the button twice would turn them off. Uh-huh. Or I think actually what I did was like twice would turn them on, three times would turn them off, and one time would just tell the button, the device to synchronize with the phone. Mm-hmm. It never worked. <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I take that back. I think it might have worked once and only once. Uh huh. You know, it's like, oh my goodness, the lights turned on, and that was it. Yeah. It never worked again. It was a fluke. 
Yeah. <laughs> so I traded that in and I upgraded to um, something f- called the Move, the company's M-O-O-V. Mm-hmm. And the thing that appealed to me there was their new product that came out last year. Um, it was it allowed you to use them in pairs, so it could track, say, if you were boxing, mm-hmm. it could track punch combinations. So it wasn't just the left; it could tell when you did a left-right hook. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like boom, boom, boom. And I said, all right, that's really cool because I spend a fair amount of my time boxing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that would be amazing. At the end of the night, you know, you could tell me how many punches I had thrown, what my heart rate was when I was doing that. Oh, this is so cool. I can't wait. I'm going to get this. It turns out, at, at the time anyway, it only worked with their cardio boxing iOS app. <laughs> Not what I was looking for, mm-hmm. you know. So I couldn't use it with my existing routines. I couldn't use it to track my real boxing, and so, ah, darn it. So I sent those back, um, and then I decided I needed something with a heart rate because mm-hmm. oh, and that was actually the, the 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 deal breaker. The time that I finally sent back the Misfit Flash, going back a step, was I would tell it it, it would like I, I would say something like, okay, I am going to start exercising now. Mm-hmm. And it would track, but the only way it was tracking was based on motion and activity because it didn't have a heart rate monitor. Oh. So I told it you know, that I was doing something, and this happened to be one of our Krav Maga stripe tests. Not a full-on test. It was only an hour long, but you work hard during these things. Mm-hmm. And I was working with one of my friends who's also um, you know, he's a Krav Maga instructor at his own school. And we were the two highest level students in the class. It was a lower level test, but we were going through all the stuff as high level students should, you know, giving 100% and beating the living crap out of each other, you know, yeah. moving, <laughs> drench. I swear I lost five pounds in sweat alone, right? And at the end, I sync the, 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 the misfit to my phone and it says, you just completed 35 minutes of light exercise. Of <laughs> light exercise, yeah. <laughs> And I said a choice word, which I (laughs) won't repeat right now so that you don't have to bleep it out. Mm -hmm. But suffice to say, I was angry. (laughs) (laughs) So I sent that thing back. And then the Apple Watch had come out. Mm Mm-hmm. And everyone's buying an Apple Watch, and it's great and stuff. And you know, my main concerns are that thing's really expensive. Yeah, I don't want to be wearing that when I'm boxing. Mm-hmm. And the other concern is the battery life is horrible on that thing. You know, I, Apple says, "Oh, it's good for 18 hours." Uh, again, choice word. Yeah, <laughs> sugar. Yeah. Yeah, not not gonna happen. Yeah, bull 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 sugar. So, so I didn't go that way. But then what I did end up doing is I went with the Microsoft Band uh, version two, mm-hmm. and it's at now. I guess at this point, uh, the price on the Apple Watch has dropped, so it's not significantly different. Although it was at the time, you know, the Apple Watch was, uh, I think it was like $499 and the Microsoft Band was $249. Yeah. So half price essentially. Um, So I got it. It's a little expensive, but it actually has a heart rate monitor on it Mm -hmm. and it does it on my my wrist. So um, (laughs) I made a mistake. I also tried uh, one of the more advanced Fitbit modules that says it support, you know, has a heart rate monitor. I didn't realize it was the kind you have to strap onto your chest. Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah. I'm like, no, no, I'm not. No, I'm not going to do. I want to wear this all the time. You know, I'm not going to strap this thing on every day. You know, going into Krav Maga, strapping these heart rate monitors onto my chest. That's going to get fun when I get punched in the chest. Yeah. No, no, it's not. So I'm not going to do that. So I didn't. Uh, I immediately boxed it back up and sent it back. But but I'm happier with the band right now. It's a little bulky. Um, and I only wear it, you know, when I'm in boxing, when I can wrap it up comfortably and protect it, like in the, the boxing gloves. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, essentially I wear the watch pretty much most of, the, most of the time. I have it on me at times when I don't have the phone on me, so my step count is more accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, it has the ability to track my exercise and my bike ride routines. So it acts, it has a built-in GPS. Okay. <clears throat> unlike the Apple Watch, where it uses your phone's GPS, um, so it can track my uh, you know, my bike rides and give me back a uh, a map of things and also a breakdown. So it tells me how hard I worked, tells me the calories I burned, etc. So it's pretty slick, and um, you know, for the price, it's not bad. I can get my notifications from my phone on it, which is kind of nice. If I get a text message and I hear the phone go off, I can just glance at the watch if I want to. Mm-hmm. And it it has um, like controls for um, for uh, my phone for like music playback. Okay, which is nice because I have uh, at this point <laughs> kind of an old car. I don't have controls for my iPod built into it. I can't like start and stop the music using controls on the steering wheel. Mm-hmm. And since it's illegal in like all of the Northeast to <laughs> touch, uh, you know, a screen display while you're driving to touch your phone, mm-hmm. uh, I don't want to be doing that. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, I can just tap the watch, double tap it, and it stops music playback, for example. Okay. So that's kind of handy, you know, being able to do that and uh, control the music without having to fiddle around with the phone. So it's got some neat functionality. Mm-hmm. Um, Nowhere near the same level of functionality as an Apple Watch or many of the Android devices out there. Yeah. So if you're going for functionality, you know, it's not your top choice. But again, I just wanted a fitness tracker. And at the time when I got this, it was the cheapest, most feature complete fitness tracker that had heart rate monitors in it. Mm-hmm. So that is my extremely long winded <laughs> nifty breakdown for the week. <laughs> well, you know, I do the, I do the Fitbit, which is, a, is different. And you know, the main reason I went with it was the battery life Yeah. Uh, because I get five days out of this thing. Yeah. And I mean, that's a, that was that was what I went with, and I wanted the heart rate. But you know what? The the thing that I didn't like about the heart rate, or the, what I I'm still wearing it. The thing that I don't like about the heart rate is there is a green strobing light that is emitted from the bottom of my Fitbit all the time. Ah, okay. and if I don't have it pushed up high on my arm, so like at bedtime, I got to push it up a little bit higher on my arm which is where they say they want it so that they don't get an accurate heart rate, uh, that green light is very, very bright when it's dark. <laughs> yeah. and, and my wife is like, I hate that watch. <laughs> well, let me, I'll fix it, you know. <laughs> I'll fix it. <laughs> I'll fix it. And, I mean, I like the heart rate. Now, I don't like any integration with my uh, phone. I, that's just a, that's a, I, I hate my phone vibrating. Um, yep. The only time I want my phone to vibrate is when I'm actually getting a call. I don't want to get any notifications. So notifications on my phone, while it is capable, drives me insane. 
but that's a that's a that's a character flaw. That's not. <laughs> that's not a flaw with Fitbit. <laughs> that's, that's operator error. Yeah, it's <laughs> an operator flaw. <laughs> well, and you're talking about apps. I like. Um, I use Lose It, uh, yep. which syncs up with the Fitbit, which I like that. And <laughs> and and there is a there are a couple malfunctions uh, as far as like getting proper readings. Like if I've got my window down in my truck, there's something. And if I've got my arm out the window and you're doing the wave with your arm, uh, there's something that happens there that causes the Fitbit to just start rolling the numbers like a speedometer. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like I got to remember not to put my arm out. And uh, when I'm mowing the lawn in my tractor, the the vibration just makes it go nuts but <laughs> but other than that it it is very accurate but you know you know how you, you were talking about how they've evolved mm-hmm. and talking about you know the Krav Maga wasn't getting your proper you know workout is that's one thing that I've been disappointed in in CrossFit because if I go to the gym and get on the elliptical machine for an hour I get 10,000 steps mm-hmm uh, but if I spend an hour at uh, Fitbit, you know, I'm by the time I'm done, or Fitbit, at CrossFit, mm-hmm. <laughs> then I only get close to 4,000 steps. Right. And and I'm like, you know what? I worked way harder in mm-hmm. this hour than I did on that elliptical. Yep. So, so they, I imagine that as it evolves, there's going to be a better metric. You know, they're going to find some <laughs> way to track that. I mean... I would think heart rate would indicate that, yep. and but I don't know. I'm not the uh, yeah. Well, that's that's been a thing about Fitbit though for some time. Like people were observing that uh, they would sit in a rocking chair and rock their babies to sleep, and the fit you know the counter was moving and moving. Mm-hmm. And I think that was on an episode of The Big Bang Theory one time, where one of the guys <laughs> had like I you know automated and just took his Fitbit and like hung it on some kind of like robotic arm that he had. Uh-huh. Yeah. So so that's that's a thing. I I don't know if they've. Uh, corrected that to make it more accurate now or or what it seems to be better because i've tried to uh like shake it to try to get more steps out of it and it doesn't work (laughs) i don't really want to walk 200 more steps let me just shake this thing (laughs) (laughs) okay you hit your step count i'm done (laughs) on that note i say we just shake our microphones and uh all this podcast complete <laughs> it is definitely complete so all right well thank you peter we'll have to uh have another nifty item to talk about next time we shall all right <laughs> talk to Bye. you later to contact either us or our guests visit blurring the lines podcast.com if you like what you're hearing do us a solid and subscribe to our podcast And leave us a five-star review in iTunes, Google Play Store, or wherever you found us.